It is 16 days from Cabal Space to Hearth Space. So aside from Book Club. Is that phlogiston to phlogiston? It was three days to the edge of the sphere and then 16 days from the edge of Cabal Space to the edge of Hearth Space. Okay. I have a world map with like travel times on it that I wrote down. Figured. Like a galaxy map. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those 16 days. Uh, aside from Book Club, how are you going to spend those? Board games. Uh, board games. We did buy 20 board games. <laughs> you did buy an unreasonable amount of board games. And then Artie's getting swole. Artie's still getting swole? Artie's still getting swole. Hold on. I think I had started a dream diary to try and figure out more about what my whole deal is, given that... You did. Artie has given up getting swole. <laughs> you got bored? <laughs> I rolled a d20 to determine whether or not he was getting swole, and it it said no. Oh. It said five. What it does said five, five mean? Five means no. <laughs> so what's he doing now? Let me think on that. You don't know what he's doing I now. I don't know what he's doing now. Okay. Uh, while we're traveling, uh, Wynne will take the uh, the encrypted notes of the former captain and just see if she can learn more about what's going on here. In Ayalara? In Ayalara, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that will be uh, an intelligence check to further decrypt the notes. Out of curiosity, Jill. Yeah. Could you cast Enhance Ability on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you. Eleven! <laughs> Which is better than the eight I would have gotten without enhance ability. <laughs> what? Oh. You're uh, you're digging through the notes and digging through the notes and digging through the notes, and aside from the information that like it's it's a lizard folk hatchery, uh, it's based in Hearth Space, uh, and this is possibly a joint operation by lizard folk and weirdly gnomes. You don't oh. really have a lot of other information. Artie's going to be excited. Can you see if you can find uh, anything on the name Ephira? Because that uh, was connected to the Ayalara stuff. Yeah, uh, so when we'll go through and see if she can find anything like with the name Ephira. Which, Ephira? Uh, okay, that's which, another intelligence uh, Ephira, check. Which she will uh, write out the in the code and then kind of like compare and do like a control F with her brain, which is very bad. Because we didn't, because apparently we fucked up going into Biancarta, and if we can maybe not, I don't know, if if yeah. if we can make this any better than last time, I just... Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so that's another intelligence check. Okay. Uh, enhance ability again, please, Jill. <laughs> we got the time, we might as well. <laughs> 23! Much better, Yay. okay. Uh, you do, uh, you do sort of start seeing the, uh, the code phrase, uh, that translates to Ephira a couple of other places in the notes. You can see that there, Ephira is referred to as a trusted contact. Right. There's, appears, appears to be a quite a bit of affection here for this person. Ooh. Okay, so that's different. That is different. Uh, but you can't find information on a fixed location for this person or a way to get in touch with them. All right. Uh, when we'll pass it on. Uh, to the others, mostly Jill, let's be honest. <laughs> and note that she can't seem to locate much information about, like, honestly, I I don't know who this person is or where they might be or anything like that. Uh, and I do know that it's lizard folk and gnomes working together at this hatchery. So Audie will be happy that uh, he'll be taller than some people. Yeah, there's that, I guess. What are gnomes like? Delightful. What's their deal? As a species? 
Yeah. I should note that it's Wynn right now, and Wynn is wearing a uh Wynn is wearing a shirt that says water deep high. <laughs> is the water deep or high? Which which one is it? Uh, no, it's water deep high school. Don't worry about it, Artie. Huh? Sword Coast High. <laughs> you could have made it Sword Coast High, Mackenzie, and yeah. Don't worry, it's Sword Coast High. That'll be next time. <laughs> okay. Uh Goddess, I guess. Well, that's at least more than we had before, but I, I feel like we need some kind of a game plan here. Should we see if any of the crew have ever heard of Adafira? If she was maybe, or they were... Like, if she was someone it? the captain liked who was actually a person and not an asset, then... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's ask Captain... Well, let's actually, let's ask Mr. Hurst first. <laughs> uh, it's Mr. Hurst working on his uh, card castle. No, he's doing paperwork. It's performance review season. Oh, boring. Oh, oh no. We have performance reviews? <laughs> oh, no, we, we have, have performance reviews? We have performance I was at first reviews? like boring, and then I recognized those words. I said, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what if we don't get an annual raise? Uh, Mr. Hurst? Yes? Can we interrupt you for a moment to ask some questions? Uh, he makes a note on the performance review and then turns to you guys and says, yeah, sure. It's ominous. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know an Afira? No, I don't. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, just the Captain Navaris seemed to have a um, very close relationship with them. The captain wasn't really, uh, he, he, we didn't get a lot of information on his personal life. He's a very private person. We were hoping since, uh, since they weren't mentioned as an asset, uh, this might have been more open, but we understand. Well, did you guys ever go to ILR before? Ilara, no. Those are usually they don't usually order supplies from outside, so we wouldn't have done much supply runs to any of the uh, any of the lizard folk hatcheries. Hmm. Do you know anything about gnomes, um, Mister Hurst? Short. Uh, tend to be either mechanically inclined or illusion inclined. They're smart, but like they've they've almost got like emotionally their children kind of a deal. Interesting. So, like me? Yes. No. Different. But not the smart. I'm smart. Are you childlike? I mean... It's a very inappropriate child. <laughs> yeah. Have you never met a 12-year-old human? I've met a 12-year-old human. I think they were 12. Why are you referring to yourself specifically like a human? Why are you referring yourself to specifically like a human? Well, I thought I was one for, like, 13 years. What's your excuse? I don't know. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> don't write this down, Mr. Hurst. We have good team dynamics. <laughs> uh-huh. And he turns back to the paperwork and notes a couple of other things down. Oh, no. Uh, bye, Mr. Hurst. <laughs> Always a pleasure working with you. <laughs> I have totally been trying to get breadsticks to steal the paperwork for me. <laughs> Oh no. oh no, what if we get bad reviews? We're Can't judge me if reviews. I eat it. In case you've forgotten, Mr. Hurst is very technically your manager. He's our dad and our boss. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if instead of liking us like he really seems to, what if he suddenly hates us now and he writes that oh. down? What if he's actually hated us the whole time and we what get a bad review? What if he's hated us the whole time and, and, and given us all bad reviews when he writes about how terrible we all are? Oh no, and then it's all written down on paper that we're bad. Oh no. Oh no! It's very easy to destroy paper. It's super easy to destroy paper. Doesn't it. taste good. Burn it. What happens if we get a bad review? I don't know. What happens if we get a bad review? Do we I don't know. You get fired. 
What if we're doing a bad job? We did a really bad job on being Carta. What if we do a bad job? Well, we know we're doing a bad job. That's not news. <laughs> uh, you get fired, then you find a new ship. No, no, no. You guys don't understand. Well, the what if Mr. Hurst is disappointed in us? Yeah. Oh, no. And? No. <laughs> <laughs> what if he is? I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know if I can handle it either. You just sit on his bed naked until he comes in, and then you, you change that review. What have you done with Mr. Hurst, Artie? Nothing yet. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> just not when we're at the helm, okay? Go on. I don't want to know about that. That's our dad. Hey, I don't know much about babies or how you make babies, but I don't think that's how you make a baby. It is, actually. I don't think Mr. Hurst can be your dad's. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Wait, I met your dad, Cacophony. You did. Win. who are you today? I'm Wynn right now. Yeah. I've met your dad, Win. You have. But... There is... Okay, Artie, there are three types of dads. <laughs> there is your regular dad. Uh-huh. Who is, like, my, my, my dad who... Who had... Who had flagrant... You know, had sex with my mother and, and, and made me. <laughs> uh, and Wait, he is also my father who gives me advice. You? That, that, is, that is how many humanoid babies are made, dear. Oh, humanoids. Okay. Then there's dad, who is a, like, who is, like, someone who is older than you, who just gives off that dad energy and just, like, takes care of you and is generally nice and friendly and gives you advice. That's Mr. Hurst. That's a dumb, yeah, okay. We have a lot of those dads. Yes. Oh. We have a lot of those. And then there is daddy, which is Uh what you probably are most familiar with. No. No, I don't need this conversation anymore. I'm gone. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah, they told me they call them that a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. I, I think a dad is whoever you decide is your dad. My dad so. didn't. Also, you didn't. do. Also, there is there is the fourth kind of dad that's like the first kind of dad, but didn't actually have any hand in your procreation. Yes. Yeah, that one. So, like a priest, as far as I know, some dads are also the second type of dad. So, so some some uh, biologically made you during procreation uh, type of dads are also the second type of dad, where they love you and uh, and and offer advice, and are those kind of dads too. So it's like there's three categories and you could pick two for a dad. Yes. Any two. Not any two. <laughs> Artie's, Artie's face is just like anime head spin. <laughs> Are there three out of three dads? So my my dad isn't my daddy, but my daddy could be my dad, but my dad... Uh, uh... Look, I didn't have a dad, but there were definitely a couple of nuns who had big dad energy. Yes. Okay, well, I technically have a dad, but he's not really a dad. He's more of a parent. Yes. I don't know. Dads are complicated. Also, there's also uncle energy and there's wine aunt energy. Right. Cacophony is basically the platonic ideal of wine aunt energy. Yes. And I would like to think as Win, I'm more uncle. You know, you do have more of an uncle vibe. Thank you. There was this fox that ate mushrooms a lot. Uh-huh. And would like yip and yip and eat the mushrooms and roll around and like steal our cheese, and I think that's wine an- energy. What was this wolf? Was a was it a wolf? It's a fox. It's a fox. fox. Oh, okay. It's a different oh, okay. animal. I I I I missed the animal. Which animal it was? 
Just a wine ant, right? Gets like high on mushrooms and steals your cheese. Uh, is it like weirdly affectionate to you? Yeah. Yeah. If they were, they could have been harder bites. Yeah, that probably counts. At this point, Veli wanders by and goes, I think that fox had rabies. <laughs> no. Aviva, do you have rabies? <laughs> do I? How if I you had rabies, you'd be dead by now. <laughs> I think rabies is a myth. We would not be six months deep on this campaign if you had rabies. <laughs> Alviva, do you have super rabies? What? Is that why all the space people want to know about my deal? Is that why I have magic powers? Is it the super rabies? <laughs> no, honey, that's a warlock pact. It's kind of like super rabies. Feywild super rabies. I went to the Feywild. I got bit by it. My aunt fox. A radioactive elf. Super rabies. <laughs> and now I can make fire in my hands. Yeah, that sounds like super rabies. Rabies is awesome. Juliana just covers her head in her hands. <laughs> See, like this. Whoosh. <laughs> did she just leave? Wait. Hold on. Oh, honey. Did you leave or did you set a fire while we're in the flitches oh my hands are on fire Alviva, i'm gonna need to roll some stuff real quick <laughs> okay. which spell did you just use uh <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna do a, <laughs> i was gonna do a green flame blade just kind of in my hands i've, I've always pictured it like starts in your hands and then you put it in your sword what's the damage die on a green flame we're blade in a we're in the flitches in Alviva. I'm not hitting anything with it. No! <laughs> What's the damage die on green flame blade? Uh, it is fire damage equal to your spell ability modifier. What's your spell ability which modifier? Is, um, what is it? Would be my charisma? Yeah. So it's it's three. Mm-hmm. 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 Unless uh, is it a one d six? I guess actually, and since I'm a high level, I'm fifth level. What level? This am is I? all slowed down to bullet time. Juliana is slowly reaching for <laughs> Alviva. <laughs> so I guess I also do a d eight fire damage to the target. Oh fuck's sake! Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, so d eight plus three would be. Yeah, you need to roll four d eight plus three for me, real this quick. This is slow okay. mo right now. <laughs> Like everyone realizing at the same time what LV was doing. Oh God, those are some high numbers. That's a twenty-six. Okay, so you and everyone within twenty feet of you takes twenty-six fire 20 damage. Twenty feet—that's the whole boat. <laughs> oh, my performance review is going to be so. <laughs> Win very quickly. Uh, Win very quickly at the end of this kind of uh, goes, God damn, claps her hands together, claps the thing, is gonna dispel magic <laughs> on free play. I mean, I'll put it out. I don't like keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> There's a very loud, like, where are you on the ship right now, by the way? Outside the wardroom? That's where Mr. Hurst was. Probably. <laughs> okay. So there's a, a conflagration bursts down the hall. Luckily, a lot of the doors are closed, but after the fire goes off, a whole lot of doors open, and there's a lot Misty of people step. yelling. I used to put Misty step. is at the center of this. Nope, she's gone. <laughs> Where are you Misty stepping to? 
Uh, outside with lawnmower. Can I do that? Can I go inside in the bubble? You have to see it. Has to be a spot you can see within 30 feet behind the crates. Oh, behind the crates. <laughs> in the cargo yeah, room. How far yeah. can I see away to the cargo room? <laughs> Artie is like, has dropped and has started to roll. <laughs> oh, says <so> Win. <laughs> Luckily, the, the decks are very, very hard wood. So there are a few fires, but this has not gone up in flames. You can probably put them out with, like, sand. We hurry and and put them out. (laughs) No, my eyebrows! (laughs) Uh, Jiliana is furious. I do kind of want to roll a d20 to see if Artie still has eyebrows. They'll roll back by the time we land, but let's see what happens. Oh, he just barely made it. <laughs> he just barely Thank still God. has eyebrows. He barely still has eyebrows. <laughs> so you rolled a d20 and you got an 11. Yeah. Here's the thing. I always I always go for a 10. 10 is the... 10 is your pass. 50-50. Yeah. Julia, once Juliana finds Elviva, she's going to basically... No, well... Yeah. It will be... I So I have two hours worth of invisibility. Okay. And... <laughs> And I can do blink a couple times. Okay. Definitely Alvifa <laughs> is avoiding consequences of right, actions so for as long as until I find you. <laughs> well, well, how long does blink last? A minute? <laughs> yeah. How many blinks do you have? Two. Okay, so it's two hours and two minutes before you can find Alvifa. You know, you know before how, you have a chance of finding Alvifa. You know how during the final bits of Lilo and Stitch, or no, at the beginning of Lilo and Stitch, Nani is trying to find Lilo and eventually, like, just sits on top of the dryer, waits, opens the door, closes it with her foot, waits until Lilo, like, exits out the dryer where she has sequestered herself and then wraps her up in a blanket and carries her to her room. <laughs> yeah, it's probably that with, like, a crate. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I rolled an 11 for my stealth after I run out of all my magical spells, and that's not great. Excellent. Jill, roll, roll uh, either investigation or perception to find Selviva. Oh, that's a 24 perception? You find her very quickly after those two hours and two minutes are up. Excellent. Alviva. <laughs> what are you I'm saying? Sorry. I'm sorry about the fire. Okay. And you know what we're going to do now? I'm- <laughs> we're gonna go door to door and repeat that no. to everyone else on the on the ship. Uh, I can talk through red sticks. Can they do it? No. Red sticks flies up and through red sticks voice says, "I'm sorry for the fire." No, Alviva, you have to look them in the eye. Alviva, do you want Mister Hurst to be disappointed in you? No. Then let's go. I forgot. I know. I know. And you're very excited about your green fire. And I understand that. But we are in the phlogiston. And there are consequences for what happens. I didn't. I didn't have to care about it when I probably heard it the first time because I couldn't make fire. I know. So I kind of didn't listen, I don't think. That's probably true, but you have fire now. <laughs> I didn't now. actually know that was going to happen. We, we had no idea that was going to happen, but... Someone probably told me, but I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But here we are. So let's go door to door. Juliana's going to like knock on doors one by one and be like, hi, Alviva has something to say. I'm sorry about the fire. <laughs> 
I imagine that Alviva is being dragged by the scruff like a like a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> let's start. Or, let's start or, with the helm, so we can get that out of the way first, and then so they get to hear their apology first, and then we get to go down to the rest of the ship. So we'll do that for a while. Okay. I'm, maybe they're sleeping. No, I don't. I don't think so, honey. I think everyone's. I think there was a big fire on ship two hours ago, so everyone's pretty awake. <laughs> so you guys do the rounds uh the captain makes sure to say so for the record this is why i do the no fucking fire lecture every time we enter the phlogiston <laughs> i'm sorry captain i didn't know it would happen don't set my ship on fire again <laughs> i will try really hard not to set your ship on fire again i guess that's the best i can hope for yeah <laughs> Captain, quick question. Yeah? These performance reviews, are we going to have one-on-one meetings? Mr. Hurst is going to be scheduling one-on-ones for you in the new year. Okay. Are you going to fire me because of the fire? Is that what it means? Our arrangement is such that it would be very difficult to fire you. (laughs) HL, that's good, right? (laughs) Juliana thinks, holds her hand out at high, at, at like shoulder height and yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Did I burn the performance review papers? You did not. The wardroom door was closed. Shit. <laughs> you notice a lot of the doors in here are very thick and heavy, probably for this exact reason. <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm sorry to everybody. Okay. Alviva does the rounds apologizing. <laughs> uh, the next long rest, you guys heal the 26 fire damage you all took. <laughs> cool. You do know that Artie was in the bath. Artie, are you okay? Huh? What? Huh? Did you get burned? I mean, you didn't get my hair, so... We're cool. Okay. Oh, that would have cool. been bad for that to happen again. Shut up! <laughs> He sinks into the water. (laughs) The prettiest of all his sisters. Do you have to apologize to anyone else who's naked? That depends on them, doesn't it? It Artie is the only one who's naked, except for Veli, who doesn't wear clothes in general. It's a hard life. (laughs) To have complicated feelings about plants. (laughs) Wait, I thought Veli did wear clothes. I don't recall Veli wearing clothes, honestly. I think when you first drew Veli, you put them in, like, scraps of clothes. But maybe they were just big leaves. I think when Veli was first described, it was scraps of, like, clothes. Well, sometimes Veli wears clothes, sometimes Veli doesn't. Sometimes Veli's- Veli's a plant, Veli doesn't care. Veli's got, like, a cloak, so they don't get asked a bunch of needless questions. Needleless questions. <laughs> Fuck off. Hey. <laughs> Alright, so aside from nearly setting the whole ship on fire, what else are you guys going to do for the 16 days? Or is that it? <laughs> this is the big one. No, the big one. <laughs> it, it, does the new year come before we... No. No. No, no we haven't even <laughs> hit... We won't even hit Birth and Ox before, like, uh, the next true. in-between. Alright, <laughs> we're good. Am I learning anything from my dreams, Kit? What am I dreaming about? Um, mostly it's very vague imagery of, uh, stardust and sparklies and pools of what look like liquid silver. Okay. 
All right. Jill's going to keep trying on saffron buns. There's no fires right now, so she's mostly going over the <laughs> recipes that she's got. Because Juliana's problem is that she she has helped out on this before with sa- with making saffron buns. This is for Midwinter Burfinox, by the way. And, like, she has done these in large batches, but she's not very good at breaking down the percentages and, like, the ratios down into a small batch. And she also doesn't remember half the things, so she's going to be like... Checking her notes against seeing what Finn thinks. <laughs> yeah, Finn's got his slate out and he's just showing you how to have recipes. <laughs> yeah, but like there's a couple of gaps in like seasonings ratios and stuff because like, okay, 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 okay. So like less salt, more flour, sugar, butter, sugar? No, no sugar, right? No, no. Dry ingredients to wet ratio though? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's helping you through it. <laughs> I imagine Jill like all all of these stutterings is is being signed as well. Yeah. Just okay, 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 okay. Okay. Just the <laughs> just perpetual okay, over, just over. gesture. Okay, okay, okay. No. <laughs> okay. I'm imagining you you quizzing yourself with flashcards, but they're recipe cards. But that's also kind of wild because there really is only one main recipe. But you look at it a lot. <laughs> at some point, like Jill is going to like stop after a while, and she is going to look at Finn and be like, "Can I ask you something not cooking related?" He signs back very slowly. Okay, so I've been thinking about. Navaris. When we were on B on cart, ta da ta da. <laughs> the last planet. <laughs> you, just, you do attempt to finger spell it and then just give up. Yes. <laughs> there was a thing in his notes that we thought was a code word, but it was more like X. Door sh- t- sh- black mail <laughs> and it hurt someone and we didn't know and what kind of person was Navaris? The captain said he was a holy man, but what kind of god would he serve? I ask because you seem to pick up a lot. Finn thinks about it for a minute, and then he signs out, order isn't always good. I don't know how much I can trust these notes to do something right. He thinks about it for a little bit longer. Information can be dangerous. Information is power. It's how you use it that matters. I'm not sure it was being used right. He thinks about it for a little longer, and then he says, The old captain was shady as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But you trusted him? No, not really. He did pay me, though. Hmm. Well, that's... Candid. There's different kinds of trust. You can trust someone to look out for your interests. You can trust someone to lead you. Those aren't always the same thing. Hmm. Well, thanks anyway. He nods and then continues uh, trying to hash out this saf- half-remembered saffron bun recipe with you. <laughs> Fair enough. I think 
after that, at some point, Juliana uh, will want to like gather everyone and be like, okay, so, so, so game plan for this. Today, Wynne is wearing Sword Coast High. It's a, a tie-dye sweater, and she's wearing it over like what looks to be baggy joggers. Hell yeah. <laughs> she's also Hell got yeah. like extremely fuzzy, comfy-looking socks on. Home of intramural sports team, the Ballers. <laughs> Spelled B-H-A-A-L-B-H-A-A-L-E-R-S. You look really comfy. I'm very comfy. Okay, so, so, so. So last time sucked, right? We're, we all agree on that? Last yeah, time sucked? agreed, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Artie walks in, sorry I'm late. <laughs> Hi, Artie. <laughs> Hi, Artie. Last planet blue, right? We were, like, super bad at everything. Oh, I got the blow. Wait, no. Uh, bad? Huh? <laughs> Aside from that part. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. So... How do we, do we do something different? How do we do something different? I have no idea. Well, I will say that to our credit, this planet doesn't seem like it's going to be a lot of politics. Oh, thank goodness. Which I think was not our strong suit. Yeah, no, bad, bad of politics. (sighs) I just, what I'm worried about is like taking any of these notes at face value and assuming that we can actually like... Uh, help people because <laughs> doesn't feel like we did last time. Uh, it stopped a vampire from taking over a city and destroying people. Didn't save anybody though. No. No, I, I, no we I, saved two people. There was, there was a lady. She was gonna burn in the fire. That's in the in the house, and I took her out of the house. That was good. That is true. You did do that. Maybe I mean, she's dead now, though. We don't know for sure. Didn't Aww. we technically save a whole city from vampires? Don't know. Hmm. From vampire control. Yeah, I think we did that. The the dude that arrested us the second time, maybe even the first time. I don't remember. He was under vampire control, and we saved him. Yeah, but we, like, apparently really fucked up with, like, the one person we were supposed to count as an ally, though. Ah, that happens. I'd rather it not. Look, I- Okay, okay, okay. I think one thing we can do to avoid a similar situation to that is, while we are going to look for this person that he had attachment to, um, we can avoid saying any strange code words or phrases I learned in there. And just maybe more politely explain our situation. Okay, that's part of it, though. I'm getting... I I keep hearing... What do we do about talking about the cult? How much do we actually explain? Because... Look, fuck that vampire, but I'm concerned about some of the things she said before... Yeah, with the whole... uh, The more we talk about it, the more it spreads. Do we still... I mean... I don't know. I keep turning that over in my head. I I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Honest. I think it was villain monologuing bullshit is my feel. Just the people we talk to, we don't tell them about this big world eater, scary cult. And they don't, I think, go to bed and be like, hmm, what if, (laughs) what if me? I don't think, it's not like we're going around telling random people about it. We're usually telling people who already are invested in trying to stop it, and I don't think 
It doesn't make sense to me. I do agree with Alviva on that. And also, I have a vested thought, I suppose, in that when people say that if you talk about something, it gives it power and it spreads, that is true. But also, giving talking about something, being out in the open about it and not keeping it clustered in fear is what allows healthy discussions about it to come up and be dealt with, I suppose. Yeah, if you see it, you can stab it. If you can't see it, then you're just, you know, waving your knife around and hoping you hit something. On the one hand, I can't understand what the vampire meant by talking about it gives it power because it is a being that if you talk about it, there is belief there. But I also feel like by talking about it, we are unveiling it, I suppose. Unveiling it and putting it under the scrutiny of the light. Honestly, I keep forgetting mm-hmm. we're going after a cult. Mm-hmm. So, you do you, I guess. I, I mean, think, you did kind of come on late into this. Yeah, we. I just think we just say we're going after a bad guy. Uh, and there, there we go. <laughs> I guess the thing is, I have grown up with a goddess where a lot of stuff is lost and i always wanted more than anything for that stuff for to to know things that we couldn't know anymore to to know stuff that was that was lost that was obscured and i just not thinking of that as not thinking of people being able to make informed decisions or or being involved or knowing everything that they need to know about something that's important or that's that's relevant to them is I can't imagine that being bad, and now I'm questioning that. The way I see it is, look at it this way. We can tell people about this world eater cult. I'm not, also, I'm not saying we tell everybody necessarily, just the people we need to. Right. And we bring it up. And the things we can also bring up are, they tried to summon this mummy in this other planet, and we completely demolished it. I mean, she demolished it basically by herself. Look at her, and I guess to you, Jill. Um, oh, I didn't hit it with the cannon. That was Artie. Oh, that's fair. Artie did do that. Or I talk about how one time we fought a member of this sexy world eater cult who was one of the, like the big people, and we'd met we'd met all these other fanciful people who joined us, and we managed to completely destroy her and her whole giant army. That's true. Alviva cut her head off. Yes. So really. <laughs> You probably forgot about that. Damn, Alviva. I'm Don't cool. Worry about it. Yeah, you it are was, cool. It was before you went to the Feywild. You had some. Yeah. You, you, you've had some memory issues since then. I wish I remembered that, but go on. Describing it as this world eater cult with the world eater that's going to eat worlds is very scary. But then you throw it into the context of yeah, and we demolished one of the army. It becomes a lot less scary, you know. You think? I think so. You think we have a solid enough resume for that? I think we've got a resume. We've we've got a resume now. We've stopped this cult at least four times. Four? Wait, four? Four? One, two, three. I'm pretty sure that there's a fourth one in there. Stormhaven. Yeah. Storm. Stormhaven. Kryn. Harana. Biancardi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess times. that's four. Yeah, we've stopped it four times. Unless so the eight. first one was an extension of the second? Uh, it, it, it counts separately, I think. Uh, I Fair feel enough. like if you're, uh, if you're different places, it counts. Um, <laughs> different places otherwise it would all just be you know under cult and it would just be one situation you know mm. but I, I like it's scary but it can be handled like anything that you put your heart and your soul into and that to me is 
greater strength than trying to keep it under wraps and hidden. And then that means that when they want to do their big scary, like, oh, I'm a cult this whole time, hear about how fucked up I am, (laughs) people will just be like, no, I heard of you. You're a bunch of, you know, weirdos. We're going to kill you now. It's fun. We take away their big reveal. Huh. Yeah, I think that all makes a lot of sense. I mean, world eater is kind of, it's kind of silly, you know, it's a little too on the nose, right? You think? Maybe it translates yeah. to something really spooky sounding with a lot of X's and Z's. We had a um, magnet bottle cap opener on the fridge back home. I, I don't know if you guys actually saw it, but my father always said that it was uh, it was Galaxy Man Eater of Worlds and uh, would laugh heartily every time he had it open a bottle. Well, there you go. Uh, it's a bit silly. I guess so. <sighs> okay. 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 So we keep up what we're doing i guess right yes yeah unless name dropping things from the journals because yeah the old captain's sus and yeah like i will not ever say anything like star heart again maybe the next time we find code phrases or something maybe we should check them against other people on that have been in space longer than we have yeah that sounds good yeah yeah luckily there are no code words for this lizard planet yeah we don't know anything really so like what are we gonna get wrong I think that's a mistake. Last time we thought we knew things. That was foolish. That's fair. We should should just assume we know nothing and go with that. Already fell asleep. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Right. I'm gonna go practice my bagpipes. (laughs) Looks like it's nap squad time. (laughs) Maybe I'll go see if Lachlan's busy. I imagine Artie was in a big armchair. Do you just like snuggle up into the big armchair? Yeah, exactly. I, I squeeze myself into any extra armchair space. He's like, huh? Oh, oh, okay. And cuddles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to cover before you arrive at Heart Space? No. Yeah, I actually cool. did want to go see if Lachlan was busy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Lachlan is currently, uh, up on deck working on the cannons. Uh, other than that, uh, he's not tremendously busy looking. Okay, cool. Cause Juliana did want to hang out and ask him more, and ask him more druid questions. <laughs> he sees, he sees you coming and then gives you a nod and then he sees the really intent look on your face and he looks a little concerned. <laughs> Hi, what's up? Hi. Are you busy or uh just kind of tuning up the cannons? Nothing that's really time sensitive. Why? Calibrating. Calibrating. <laughs> uh-huh. No, Juliana's whole thing is that she is attempting to like hang out with the orc boy a bit more to be less weird about things. <laughs> roll for weirdness. Yeah, what do I roll for weirdness? Is that charisma? Uh, that's a charisma that's check. Straight up charisma. <laughs> oh boy. Folks, I don't know if this is Tom come up. Enhanceability. Lately. I have an eight as a charisma. I have an eight charisma. Enhanceability. You should have. Uh, you should have stolen a library book mm-hmm. and read it and gotten better charisma. Mm-hmm. That's a seventeen. Oh, hey. that's not terrible. That's pretty good for Juliana. <laughs> so re- weirdness relatively low. Cool. So I don't know. She just sort of hangs out and chats. At some point, she's like, "All right." I, I do have to ask, I do have more druid questions. Okay. <laughs> okay, so like, so, all right, so you turn into animals. Do you, 
can you talk to animals too or um occasionally if i remember to bring the spell that day okay should i okay follow up then should i tell alviva that you can also talk to animals because i think she'd be really excited and she'd want to like compare notes and i think that'd be cute but i don't know if that's something you're up for sure i guess how awkward do you think that's gonna get further on down the line I don't know. I mean, I, would it be awkward? Because it's more like she'd just be, like, vibrating with excitement to compare notes on what animals are the most rude. It's swans. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, 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 You know, I can't think of any way that it could go catastrophically wrong. I'm, I'm, I may be proven wrong later on, but it seems fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's not like Alviva had to come apologize literally a few hours ago. I'd like to think <laughs> that, was a, that was probably a couple of days ago at this point. We can't all have this shit take place true. on the same day. Yeah, it, uh, although Lockham's like, she's not going to set me on fire, right? We're working on that, I guess. <laughs> I didn't think you we know, had to work on it. The fact that you didn't just say no is concerning in and of itself. Do you really think that I, that I have that much faith in my ability to control Alviva's actions? Fair point become ungovernable <laughs> are you kidding me if she was an animal she would be a goose oh god she really would wouldn't she uh-huh she would cause problems on purpose it's her favorite thing <laughs> terrorizing the entire ship honk <laughs> that'd be her day in day out honk <laughs> just plap plap plapping around the deck uh-huh <laughs> tell me i'm wrong oh geez this is gonna haunt me now mm-hmm it's gonna be worse she could be a swan I hear they're racist. <laughs> they're what? Well, uh, I mean, that's what Alviva said. She, We were on Horena, and then she, like, she went off to, I, she came back, she went somewhere. She came back, her ankles were wet, and she was yelling about swans being racist. Horena, the place where the elf navy was running the port? Yeah. Okay, I think I might have an explanation for that. The, the Some of the elven officers ride these giant swans. Uh-huh. That uh, won't let anyone but elves ride them. Okay. And also they're swans, so they're ornery. Right. Ride them or talk to them or say hello or just have a fucking conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, all right. All right. Other question, though. When you, mm -hmm. when you turn into animals, like, do you retain... Okay, so one time I was polymorphed into uh -huh. like a wolf and then a giant toad, but mostly the wolf. And like, I was still, I like, I had my wings going at the time. And like, so I turned into like this winged wolf thing. And like, that was actually less weird than the fact that I spent the last three of those days running around in a sexy devil costume with a really skimpy skirt that kept riding up so I couldn't run very well. But... I'm still sorry about that. It calls from across the ship. <sighs> uh, Locklet appears to have blue screened at the concept of sexy devil costume. <laughs> Roll for a boner check. Uh, I don't need to roll. <laughs> Y'all right there? Yep, nope, I'm back. I'm good. <laughs> you were saying? Right. Right. Uh, so I retained some, like, things about, like, what I was, what I was doing at the time, or, like, uh, you know, I still felt like myself, I was just a wolf, but, like, when you turn into animals, do you, like, like, do you, re like, is it, like, your, your animal brain totally supplanted by, like, person brain, or what, what, what exactly goes on there? No, when I do it, I, I still have my, like, me brain, my person brain, but, like, if someone gets polymorphed, usually 
Like, if 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 someone gets polymorphed into a wolf, they they're about as smart as a wolf, which is pretty smart, but not as smart compared to like a person. Huh. Good thing we were fighting a giant death's head at the time then. Well, I mean, a wolf's threat assessment is really, really good. That's true. It's not like you stop being you. It's just you if you were a wolf. Wait, you can turn into a wolf? Like a fursona. Yes. <gasps> You're joining Nap Squad and I've, I'm hearing nothing know about it. What? What? Naps. What's Nap Squad? Is where we take naps and now you will be the big fluffy warm thing. I don't... What? Go? What? what? Will you just go do something else? <laughs> You're joining Nap Squad. Any points? While he, walk, he walks backwards down the stairs. Uh, Let me roll that Lachlan to make sure he doesn't fall. actually reels back a little bit from the point. <laughs> <laughs> what would I roll to see if he, he goes down? Probably like athletics. What? Uh, to, to see if you can go down the stairs backwards? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say acrobatics? yeah, either athletics or acrobatics for your coordination there. Oh, uh, it'd probably be more acrobatics. <laughs> All right, roll it. Oh, uh, twenty-one. He does it. Okay, you you successfully back away down the stairs. You should also roll the intimidation. Oh check. yeah, intimidation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tw- advantage. Oh, he, that's a dirty twenty. Yeah, that's a dirty, that's a dirty twenty. <laughs> yeah, he's in nav squad now. He's in nav squad now. <laughs> he's not resisting that twenty. <laughs> I feel like I should apologize. Just like in general or for Artie? That. Both? Both. Both? Right now, mostly for Artie. Right. Cool. I'm gonna go talk to Mr. Hurst about this and he leaves. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, my performance review. (laughs) Performance review. If Elviva had any amount of, like, being better behaved because of the performance review earlier, it's gone now because her attitude is that she's tanked it and now nothing can make it worse. (laughs) (laughs) He was going to be praising your your understanding of radical candor in the review, however, (laughs) that you set the ship on fire. But I can, if pressed, apologize for it very uh, openly and with a lot of trust and, you know, <laughs> vulnerability mutually. <laughs> While being held on- by the scruff. Yeah, it is harder to do that when you're, like, wrapped in a blanket and being held aloft by an angry cleric. <laughs> Charisma check can only go so far. <laughs> oh, I was gonna try to fly the boy. <laughs> Beans. all right are we good anything else you guys want to take care of when when does her chores and does her very best to make sure that her performance review is going to be okay (laughs) this may have put the fear god in you more than the vampires did (laughs) yeah one of them is a vampire who is a huge bitch that we hate the other one is mr hurst we don't want him to be disappointed in us Artie doesn't care. (laughs) 
Jam Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of this show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. There it is again. Did I tell you guys what Mackenzie got me for Christmas? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie handed me an enormous package that was almost as tall as my shoulder and said, this is your Christmas present. And I said, what the hell? Uh, and then over my birthday, she said I should open it. And I did. She got me a body pillow. Uh, <laughs> of oh, Garrus. Yeah. Garrus Vakarian body oh pillow. Excellent. Perfect. I, no hate notes. It. I wonder if it's the one that I've seen before. It's the one from Bioware.com where they're cowards who keep all his clothes on. Oh, no, I've seen sexy. <laughs> I know. But they no, do give is... him they do give him a boob pose though. Yeah, so... but she doesn't have those. It's just it's just plates. I sexy, sexy plates. I hate it. I think I'm going to drape it invitingly across the guest bed. <laughs> I hate it. Oh yeah. So he'll be my garrison. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> hey, can I come visit and use the guest bedroom? No reason. 